to Raging Witchcraft. Alrighty. Hello, you guys. Welcome back. I'm just going to let you guys know now that today is going to be a quick and easy episode. We are just going to be bullshitting for this episode. Might pull some cards for you guys. We don't know yet. But today I just wanted to keep it simple, easy, quick, nothing too much. It's been a pretty hectic week. It's been energy wise. It's it's been is the only way I know how to explain it. Like it has genuinely been like with this full moon recently that popped up. I know that the full moon was one of the main things was that it was supposed to help you intuitively. It was supposed to bring up new things. It was supposed to give you clarity on, you know, certain intuitive gifts that, you know, you had that you didn't know before bring certain things up, certain memories, shadow work, etc. Um, heavy on the shadow work, heavy on the fucking shadow work. And I'm just going to say it like this, like when a couple, okay. So when it comes to the full moon, um, it's important to know that no matter what moon phase it is, especially full moons, the energy of that moon will start to show up a few days prior to the um, the peak of the moon, and then it'll last for a few days afterwards as well. And let me motherfucking tell you, a few days before the, the full moon, that shit hit. And I could tell because it wasn't just with me. It was like it was with how I was, you know, reacting and behaving towards, you know, outward sources and to other people. But it was also how other people were reacting towards myself. And I didn't really see it until, you know, I kind of caught on to the fact that, okay, you know, why is this person being like this? Why is this person being weird? Why is this person, you know, having an attitude? Like, why are they talking to me like this? Why? Just why? It just doesn't make sense. And then the full moon popped up and I was like, oh, that makes sense. And it's funny because this week I was actually I was supposed to be off this week. Now, technically I was off. I didn't do Patreon and I didn't do readings. I didn't do spell work this week. And that was kind of the main thing. Um, I do have mentorship for a couple people that I do on the side um, every week, but that was kind of it. And then the podcast. But it ended up me still working because during this week I got a really good opportunity. One of my returning clients um, wanted me to do a cleanse protection, banishment, ward, et cetera, et cetera, on her new place. And, you know, I'm not going to turn that down, especially because of the fact that like, I know how it is when you move into a new house and you need that shit cleanse. You need that space, that energy pure before you start moving in. And like, she was already starting to move in because she was kind of in a rush. And I was like, you know what? I got you. And I started doing it that night. And it's just like, I, I sit here and I can complain about the fact that I was supposed to be off this week and, you know, I'm still working. What is this? But at the end of the day, number one, I'm choosing to, because I could have told her no. I could have told her, wait for next week, give me until next week. And then next week I can do it for you. But no, I chose to do that. And it's, it's simply because of the fact that I feel guilty when I am not working. And I know how bad that sounds. And trust me, it's something it's a, I think it's like a trauma thing. Um, I talk about it with my therapist all the time, all the time, you guys, because when it comes down to me feeling guilty for not working, what that stems from is being raised in a household to where if I had time to chill out, if I had time to relax, if I had time to watch TV, if I had time to play, 
I had time to do something productive. I had time to clean something. I had time to do chores for the next day. I had time to help my dad do something. I had time, you know, I, I just, it was a matter of if you have time to relax, you have time to help out around the house. And it kind of goes into like when I got my first job. So my first job ever was Wendy's. I worked there for about four or five years. Um, eventually I left because I did love working there. I did. I loved the crew, but I was being, um, asked of manager duties when I wasn't being paid for one. So I was like, you know what? I can't do this. Um, but either way at that job, that's where I learned the concept at a job at a workplace where if you have time to talk, you have time to clean. And it, it literally like embedded in my brain because it went back to the household that I grew up in. And it was like, if you have time to relax, you have time to help out around the house and do something productive. So it kind of like embedded itself into my brain. And the fact that I was around that for as long as I was, it affects my current life. And, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's definitely something to work on. And it's definitely something that I am working on. But when I am so used to working, when I am so used to um, just waking up and always having something to do for work, the times when I don't, even if it's like one day off within the week, like that one day where I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to sleep all day. I feel guilty and I have FOMO, bitches. I have FOMO. And if you don't know what FOMO is, fear of missing out, fear of missing out. And that's one of the reasons why I don't take naps. Because I used to be able to take naps like it was nothing. Naps were my fucking jam. But then as soon as I started into, you know, having my own businesses and getting so used to working so often, it it turned into I can't nap because if I'm napping, I feel like I'm missing out on opportunities. Or, you know, if somebody messages me, God forbid, while I'm napping about, you know, something that has to do with my business or trying to inquire about booking with me somehow, some way. And if I don't respond fast enough, they're not going to book with me. So it, it just, it, it, it goes to play in the whole self-care thing because it's like, you can't constantly deprive yourself of self-care, of self-love, of compassion, of rest, of recharging, of anything along the source of that. You can't deprive yourself of that just because of the fact that you want to make sure that you are there for other people. And I know, I know I preach about it all the time. I know I preach about self-care so often and I know I do. And I'm sorry because sometimes I don't practice what I preach and guess what? Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's also normal. It's also normal because we are all still working on our healing. We are still still working on, you know, removing those traumas, removing those triggers, figuring out how to heal from them and how to move past, how to move past them. We are all still doing that. We are only human. We can only work on something for so long before, you know, sometimes it starts to drain us and we need to take a break and that's okay. But every time I decide to take a break, it's like, Sid, no, you, you could be working. What are you doing? Get up, go to work, Go do something, go promote yourself, go make a post, do something to where to you in your head, it's you being productive and it's you working. And it sucks because I have been working on this for so long. I I have been working on this actually since I started seeing this new therapist and I've been seeing her for over a year now. I think about a year and a half, if not more. Um, I know I met her at the apartment and we've been in this house for over a year now. So. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know. It's just 
especially during times. And, you know, this is something that I do talk about. And first and foremost, before I move on, I just want to let you guys know right now that like therapy is so good for you. It's so good for healing. It's so good for shadow work. It's so good for reflecting. It's so good for all of these things. But sometimes, you know, with therapy, it's also trial and error because you're not going to find a great therapist, the first therapist you see. And a lot of people misconstrue that because they're like, okay, you know, if I go to therapy, I have to love my therapist. And it's like your first therapist, nine times out of 10, you probably won't like them and probably want to go see somebody else. And that's, you know, I liked my first therapist, but she, she did help me. I'm going to just say that she did help me a lot, a lot, but she, she didn't have an effect on me that my current therapist does. And like my current therapist is spiritual. She knows about my witchcraft. She knows about all of these, um, all of the things that I do. And guess what? She can talk to me about them and I can talk to her about it because she doesn't judge me because she knows about it and she practices it. But nobody, you're not going to, you're not always going to find a therapist like that. And that's okay. Don't beat yourself up because you were like, you know what? I decided to go to therapy and lo and behold, I don't like my therapist. That is okay. That is okay. You don't have to beat yourself up for that. You don't have to feel bad because that's okay. It's normal. But um, anyways, one of the main things that I work on with my therapist is the fact that I need to stop feeling guilty when it comes to working and when it comes to not working. Um, relaxation for me can be very, very hard. Because if I, again, with the whole thing of relaxing, you know, if I feel like I have the time to relax, I have the time to um, to do something productive or promote my businesses or something, especially when it comes to times like this. Like, I don't like being super vulnerable, uh, vulnerable about like certain subjects, but I'm going to get a little vulnerable because guess what? My income is my businesses. And if I'm not making money in my businesses, I start freaking the fuck out because we all have bills. We all have all of these things we have to take care of. I need to go grocery shopping. I need to pay for this. I need to pay for that. I need to do this. I need to take care of this. Like it, it doesn't stop being an adult doesn't stop. And it fucking sucks sometimes, but it doesn't stop. And it kind of goes into that concept of healing because you have to give yourself grace, especially with times like this. Like for example, um, I was freaking out yesterday. And one of the main things that I work with King Asmodeus on, I feel like I've talked about this before, is business, is money, is success, um, among other things. But that's kind of like the main thing that he works with me on is especially like how I handle my money and, you know, my spending habits and things like that. Like he will literally purposely cause me to not make a certain amount of money or um, like say that I was supposed to pay out a certain amount of money and it was a lot less than it was supposed to be. He will literally do that because of the fact that he's like, you need to learn your lesson because the last paycheck, what did you spend your money on? What did you do? Did you save it? Like you said you were no. Okay. So we're going to make you save your money. We're, I'm going to put you in a position where you have no choice and it sucks sometimes. <laughs> it sucks sometimes, but I love him and I appreciate the fact that he does that. And it, I tell you one thing, it took me so long to understand that he was doing that because it got to a point where I paid out a certain amount of money, right? It was supposed to be a few hundred dollars more than it was. And I was flipping out. I was like, what the 
fuck? I was like, what is this? Especially like when I'm adding everything up and I'm like, why, like, why is this happening? Like, I don't understand. And, you know, getting a hold of like the platform and just like everything like that. Like it just, it didn't make sense. And I don't know what it was, but I was sitting on the couch that night and I had a fucking epiphany and I was like, King, I was like, you, you did this. And he pops up on the stairs, right? He's just looking at me like with this smirk on his face. And I'm like, you are trying to teach me how to handle my money better. Wow. And I just I put my phone down and I just sat there for a second. And I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? And the first thing he does is start fucking laughing. And I'm like, King, I just. I don't find this funny. I don't find this as funny as you do because, you know, I got bills to pay, but thank you. But it came back to me. It came back to me. I got that money that I was supposedly missing. I got that money. But in time, because of the fact that he was trying to teach me how to handle my money better because he was worried, he was like, you're going to go be irresponsible with this because you already said you were going to go be irresponsible with this. You already said what you wanted to do when you got paid. So we're going to make sure that you don't do that because you need to save your money. And money is not a very often like talked about subject. And I personally don't like talking about it very often just because like money is like talking about your sex life, in my opinion, at least like you talking about your finances is like you talking about your sex and not everybody wants to hear it. That's personal. That's something that's specifically for you. Um, But I just I think it's really funny because of the effect that he has and the effect on me of trying to teach me how to do something and like I know we keep jumping from topic to topic but this was a bullshit episode so just bear with me you guys but either way um kind of like it's it kind of makes you think about deity work and it makes you think about like the concept of deity work and like the effect that they can have on you and like the things that they do in order to make you listen, in order to make you open your eyes, in order to make you hear them. And they're like, hey, like you need to chill out. You need to chill out. Okay. You need to chill out for a second. And that's another thing. One of the biggest things is my money. I worry about money all the time. Even if I know that I'm good, I still worry about money. And it's just, it must be like an adult thing. Like I can have everything paid and like everything ready to be paid and just still be worrying about money. But it's just, that's just how my brain works is like, this is my only income. I don't get a paycheck every week. Like everybody else does. Like I have to work my ass off. I have to bust my ass in order to get a paycheck. And speaking of you guys, um, I don't want, (laughs) if you want to, um, support a small business today is the last day, the last day of the $30 reading sale. So you can get a self-love reading for $30, a general reading and Oracle for $30. And then I believe the other one is, there's one more reading. There's one more reading up there. That's $30. Hold on. Let me look actually, because I have my phone right in front of me. Um, but there's three readings that are currently on sale for $30 until the end of the day today it is the energy reading so energy readings are $30 too if you're wondering what that is it's basically a checkup on the energy that you hold and the energy around you um just kind of like telling you anything you need to know about the energy that 
is surrounding you. Um, good reading, good reading. Nobody really books them, but I tell you one thing, every person that has booked them has come back to me for like a banishment or a cord cutting or an evil eye repellent or something, because you never know. You never know. So I really love me some energy reading. So if you guys were interested, today's the last day that they are $30. Um, but either way, um, when it comes to deity work, it plays a really big part in the lessons that you learn and the things that you learn. So, you know, everybody's relationships with their deities, it's completely different. Deity work for everyone is different. Like it's personal, right? And, you know, I work with certain deities on certain things. Artemis, for example, helps me get more in tune with um, outside and nature. And it is the time of springtime. So she just started coming back around. She is my patroness. She has been in my family for a while. So you know, I work with her on that with Hecate, death work, death work, um, spirits, mediumship, things like that. The Morrigan boundaries, self-love, sex magic. Oh, she's my matron. I love the Morrigan. Sorry, mother, mother, mother. We don't call her the Morrigan. We call her mother. Sorry. Um, and then you have, you know, Lucifer and Lilith, and then you have King and it is a lot to juggle. It is a lot to juggle. Um, and it sucks because like, I would love to work with more daemons and like, I have Baphomet reaching out to work with me and I'm like, I don't have, I can't like, I'm so sorry right now. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, but like it, it also teaches me like mundane things, like keeping up with certain things, like keeping up with their offerings or making sure that, you know, there's something done every single day or their spaces are constantly cleansed. Like it, it keeps me in a routine. And I also really appreciate that because y'all my big three i'm first of all i'm an aquarius sun and stellium and then i have a virgo moon and a taurus rising so it's like i'm so chaotically organized it's not even funny like it's it's not even funny <laughs> and having that routine is really helpful because it helps me feel like i have a grip on something and with everything that you know mentally i'm dealing with it it helps me and it makes me feel like i've accomplished something and I'm as organized as I can possibly get. And I need that. Um, but either way, it's just like with the whole king and like teaching me about my spending habits and trying to help me with things like that. Like it's really it really puts into perspective how much of an impact deities have and how much of an, of an impact they can have if you actually listen to them. Because y'all listen, I'm, I'm not perfect. I do get very stubborn sometimes. And that's OK. Um, don't we all, but at the end of the day, like I do what I need to do. I listen to what I need to listen to. If I, if I feel like there's a message or something and I, I can't like, because y'all as a psychic medium, I don't have my shit turned on all the time. My mediumship gets turned the fuck off sometimes because I can't handle it because it's too much, too much. And when it's off y'all, when it's off for a certain amount of time. And I was just talking to Kat about this, uh, the other day. Because Brian was um, gone and I was home and the spirits down in the basement started fucking around with me because I had my shit turned off. I didn't want it on. I was overwhelmed. I was just freaking out. I was like, and I was not in a good mood. I was not in a good place. Like I just, I needed it off. And they, yo, one thing about me is like, yes, I know I'm a psychic medium. Yes, I know I work with the dead. Yes, I know I, I work with spirits, but I still get freaked out sometimes. And the reason why I get freaked out is because usually the spirits that I work with or talk to know to, um, what's the word? 
know to like present themselves and like voice themselves and be like, Hey, like I'm here. Um, not do what the spirits did the other day. So basically what happened was I was in the, I was in the kitchen cooking. (laughs) Give me, just give me a second. Cause y'all you're going to make, y'all are going to make fun of me. Cause this did freak me out because again, my shit was turned off. I can't hear anything. Can't see anything. Can't smell anything. Can't no, can't nothing. Hold on. But I was in the kitchen cooking myself some dinner and they decided because there's two of them down in the basement and they decided that it would be the funniest thing, the greatest thing in the world to start stomping around in the basement. Now, mind you, the day before that, I had just watched this movie on Netflix. I forgot what it was called, but it's basically about um, these people who hop from house to house and live in these people's like attics or basements without them knowing and then stay for a few days and then leave and basically in this movie like they were they were trying to fuck around um if you i feel like some of you would know what movie i'm talking about but either way like the way that it sounded i was like there's an actual fucking person down in my basement like you got me fucked up y'all when i tell you i turned my dinner off so fast i said i will finish this later i don't care i'm going the fuck upstairs you got me fucked up hell no hell no hell no um nope i y'all it freaked me out it gen- and the first thing that i thought of was that fucking movie and i'm like oh my god there's somebody living in my basement and i can't even do anything right now because brian's not home y'all i can be a little bitch sometimes <laughs> i can be a little bitch sometimes and not only that like we do have um means of protection in the house by all means but i was not around any of that i didn't listen y'all i was freaked the fuck out and then after they started stomping cuz i st- i stood there for a second cuz i was like what the fuck is that um cuz i thought it was the heater cuz like sometimes when the heat turns on it like makes a weird like shuffling noise and i was like okay um so i st- i stood there for a second to listen and the stomping stopped but it sounded, it literally sounded like I have goosebumps talking about this right now. It, I can picture it. Like it literally sounded like they were fucking dancing in the basement, like foot, like feet stomping, shuffling. Like you can hear movement like that. That's what I heard. It sounded like an actual fucking person. And y'all, I was freaked the fuck out. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. If I'm going to die, it's going to be upstairs in my own bedroom. <laughs> um. But turns out that it was just the spirits and they were just trying to fuck with me because they were trying to get my attention because my shit wasn't on. So they were like, you know what? Let's let's make her hear shit. Let's make her freak out. Um, so that was not fun. It was not. Fun. It was not fun at all. Y'all. I was really freaked out. I can't even lie. Um, but it just it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what to say after that, because. I can't help but laugh at it, but I also still have goosebumps from it because y'all, it did really freak me out. I really did not what the I did not know what the fuck was going on. Like I thought it was gonna, and I, I don't even know what I thought. I just <laughs> turned off my dinner. I said nope. Left the shit in the pan. I was like, I can reheat this later. It's fine. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> and then eventually, I forgot about it because I'm pretty sure like I came upstairs and I smoked. Cause I was freaked out and I was like, I can't, I need to chill the fuck out. And then I went back downstairs and finished it. But either way, um, it's being a psychic medium. Sometimes y'all funny, funny, funny shit, funny, funny, funny shit, funny shit. But, um, I was trying not to keep this 
super short for you guys, but I feel like 25 minutes is pretty decent because usually my podcasts go from a half hour to uh, to about an hour, hour and a half. So we're going to pull a uh, an Oracle card really quickly for you guys. Um, I do hope that you guys had a great new moon or full moon. Sorry, full moon. Um, I am also offering full moon flash readings, um, tarot and Oracle. All of this information can be found on my Instagram. But again, today is the last reading for those readings. And then today is the last or, last reading. Today is the last day for those readings. And then today is also the last day for um, the $30 readings that are on my website. So if you go to my um, website and hit readings at the very, very top under sale, all of the, the three readings that are on sale right now are right there. So you guys can find them very easily. We're going to pull a card very quickly. Ooh. Wow. 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 Y'all, I think that this was for me, but I'm going to tell you guys anyways because it might <laughs> it might resonate. Um, it says, drink something hot to open your throat chakra. <laughs> Tea, coffee, etc. Um, I think it's really funny just because of the fact that um, I did a throat tattoo last night and my throat's swollen and I can feel it. And I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, I need to drink something hot. So the fact that this card came out, thank you. Thank you, spirit. I get, I get the message. I get it. I get it now. Um, <laughs> I can't. Um, but again, I hope you guys had a good full moon. Um, I hope you guys are resting, recharging. Don't be me. Um, keep working on it. Keep working on giving yourself grace. Keep working on giving yourself compassion. I love you guys. Also, I hope you guys enjoyed the new intro and the outro that you're about to hear. Um, I was able to get the um, the instrumentals to a couple of my favorite songs and create these. So I was really excited. Um, but other than that, I hope you guys have a great Saturday. I will talk to you guys next week. And Blessed be. No, because who does this witch think she is? <laughs>